Welcome to the Weekly Pitch on BIC, your home for the hottest takes, debates, news, and everything sports. From Collegiate Athletics, a no hit in a Liberty League Championship game, what a feat that would be. But here comes the one, two, two outs. Grounded to shortstop, Casper to first, it's a no hitter for the Bombers, Beth Fleming. To professional sports, Stafford, receivers in tight. He gets the snap, he cocks his arm, he throws a pass, caught with the leap, belt high, far side of the end zone, touchdown cup! The Rams have taken the lead! Get ready and get set, because away we go. It's the Weekly Pitch, with your hosts, Michael Memis, Jeremy Goldstein, and Marab Samad. And welcome to the Weekly Pitch. I'm Michael Memis, alongside Jeremy Goldstein and Marab Samad, as well as our producer, Parker Holland donor. And we got a lot to talk about uh, today, obviously a lot in professional sports. We do got to start with the college sports, though. Um, uh, also, first, uh, happy belated birthday to my mom. Her birthday was yesterday, so I love you, and uh, thank you for all you've done. Uh, and then also, happy birthday to our sports director, Matt Sossler. Saucy sauce. Um, but, sauce uh, God. But uh, yeah, so we got to talk about yesterday. Um, first, I want to say um, just how I mentioned it to Jeremy, but I'm proud of all three of you. Uh, Parker doing sideline for a play for a NCAA tournament game and with two teams you don't even know. I think we had the advantage a lot of times of having Ithaca. We know the team. We know half the teams. It's two teams you didn't know. So proud of you for that. Marab, Bombers Live, this is the best season I feel like they've had of it. It's looked really good. And Jeremy, of course, your call yesterday was really good. I was listening the entire time. Thank you. Um, you did a really great job. And I felt like also at the end, you know, a lot of times announcers are very much like, Homerish, and it's like they don't, you know, they're very like, ah, oh, we lost after. But you were very good at doing the call and still having the excitement, even though obviously not the results you wanted. No, yeah. yeah. Um, I so, told myself I was going to go crazy if she hit that sh- shot. And shout out to Michael, too, for helping out with all the radio stuff <laughs> over the last couple of weekends course, as well. Co- yeah, like, no. we've, all been, we've all been a part of a special journey that the women's basketball team is taking. Like, I, I was telling Dane yesterday, who I've done so many games with, that I've done nine basketball games with him, I've done 11 basketball games this season. And as someone who wanted to do play-by-play for so long, and get, that's the injury I want to get into, and for someone who went into last spring, sophomore my sophomore year, having called one play-by-play game yet, and to do 11 basketball games this, or yeah, 12, 11, 12, probably 12 basketball games this winter. Yeah, make it 12. Sorry, I missed, I missed one. It's it's special. Yeah. I don't know to end it like that. I know it wasn't the result I wanted, but I had some of the best calls in my career of my life, my career there. That it was great. Yeah, and I do feel for the people that were doing like Bombers Live, especially for women's basketball, because I felt a, probably a similar way after the football season, where it's like you were so invested in this team, spent time in all these games, and then suddenly have it add in a dramatic fashion. Obviously, with the football team having that blocked field goal, and then somehow RPI winning at the last second with a kick soccer player getting a game winning kick. Um, and then obviously this women's game with having such a dramatic comeback, a kind of unreal, like un- improbable yeah. comeback, and then losing at a buzzer at a buzzer beater to someone who just dominated your team. I mean, this, Horhan dominated that game. Yeah, this season has been unreal. I just want to shout out the women's basketball team for letting us be part of the journey. Shout out to Athletics for letting us set up at the gym every every weekend, no matter how hard it was, no matter what time we came in. They always were worked with us to make make the broadcast better. So I appreciate them for all of that. And yeah, but it was emotional um watching that bu- buzzer beater go in with Hurahan went crazy yesterday by the way. She, I don't have her stats on me right tw- now. She had 28 points I think in like 17 minutes. 
Yeah, no, she's played 14 the, rebounds. She played the entire game too. And when you saw her pull up from the top of the key, you knew that was that shot was water. That's I mean, the thing. I was going to say I, we do need to talk about this game a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was a little surprised they lost, but not super surprised because it felt like it was their weaknesses that you could see. Like, first of all, they hadn't played a stretch big all year. Um, like, and but they still had struggled with some bigs. Like, Katie Frederick had some, a couple of great games against Ithaca. Mm-hmm. Um, they did pretty good against Antoine Fisher's bigs, but uh, you knew they sometimes struggled with defending bigs. They weren't a u- super big team, and um, so that was something you kind of knew they were going to possibly struggle with. And Horahan had 28.14 rebounds. She's in, you know, Ithaca fans' nightmares as well as obviously, you know, think about um, Mustafaj for Vassar, and you think about. Um, Ike Irabor a couple of years ago for Union, and I forget who the Cortland receiver was this year, but uh, she had an amazing game. And then also the zone, it killed Ithaca. I mean, Ithaca's not a great three-point shooting team. They only have three, three, only three people that really can shoot the three. It's Hannah Polche, it's Megan Yaman, and it's Cameron Coffey, who's been on fire from three recently, mm-hmm. although she didn't have a great game this time. But yeah, And the- they, they, they hit good in the first half, and they kept in it. But they kept shooting, and they and weren't making at the pace they were, which is not surprising because they're not a good three-point shooting and team. you want to know what happened? I told Dane at the half that, you know, they're in this game because they're making a lot of threes, but that's unsustainable. They have to figure out the zone. They have to get stops. And, yes, they had the miraculous comeback at the end of regulation, but the reason why they went down by so much is because they stopped making threes. And Yeah, yeah and they, but the issue is they couldn't get a lot of shots inside. I mean, they were turning the ball over. Yeah. Uh, the zone really killed them. And the thing is with zones, the big way to kill it is to hit threes. And I am surprised zone. I feel like zone should be used more in women's basketball because, like Ithaca is above average, and they're like shooting like thirty percent. So it's like teams aren't no, not a lot of teams are great three point shooting teams. But so it worked out. It worked out. And Volpe struggled. She had five turnovers. Yeah, um, although she did a lot, terrible. you know, she did a little everywhere. I th- Cannon couldn't shoot well. Right. Uh, they kept try, trying to get Cannon from like the three point line, and I don't really get it. <laughs> like she also, I think she's been hurt the entire season. Mostly. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, not her, the whole season. She's, she was banged up. She was banged up pretty badly the last couple of games. She's been wincing all, all, all over the place. And her minutes, she's been, she, she played, played 39 minutes, minutes today. today. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's also overtime, so yeah. it's not surprising. But, they, what's it called? Lindsay Abertelli went 0 for 8. You, that just can't happen. Yeah, no, not a good game from her. Yeah. Um, she really struggled offensively. Uh, she was, I think she was okay. She was decent on defense. But again, no one could stop Horan. Um, whether it was Dorn or Abertelli, uh, neither of them could stop them. Um, Dorn had a good game off the bench. Um, she made seven. She made clutch free throws. Um, she missed obviously one at the end, but either way, probably doesn't make a difference. Horan made that shot. I don't think they're going to try for something different if they're down by one versus yeah. tied. This, uh, yeah, this Springfield team is beaten four Liberty League teams this season. They're the, we had a graphic yesterday that was like they're the, like the Liberty League Grim Reapers. <laughs> so they, they beat RPI, Union, Vassar, and Ithaca now. And that NUMAC conference has to be pretty tough if this Springfield team I'm could even win. I'm surprised they played it. so many Liberty League teams yeah. um, because it's not like they're that close. But. I mean, did you see how many people showed up to like Springfield I, I, attendance? Like, I, yeah, no, they 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 had they had a sign that said Posse. Yeah, they called them the Posse. A huge, they had huge that's, turnout. I mean, I. I Again, I was only listening to the game, but yeah. um, they had a big showing. But that's that's good because I mean, I mean, if the cr- crowd event was still there, obviously, but Hon- it helps to have support. Um, Honestly, the crowd is the one that kept it in the game, low key. Right. Well, well also, yeah, they missed the free throws at the end because of the crowd. I Sam think. Horahan, it's really the game she had. She missed two free throws. Yeah. So I iced was, the game. That was insane. I can't believe that happened because she because like if someone was going to miss free throws, I didn't think it was going to be her. Yeah. 
Uh, but she missed it, obviously. <laughs> she missed two. Vinton missed two. Lions went one for two. They missed a lot and, at the end. They missed five in a row at they, the end. They missed five a, in a row. They missed. A t- yeah. They missed. They made one of those, I think. Uh, yeah, no, they made, they they had six. They made the first, I believe, or missed. They made I don't the know. They third made, one, I think. They made five yeah, in a row. They, they but they missed a lot, and then Yaman, obviously, she played. I mean, she didn't. I felt like she she had some struggles because she turned the ball over a lot. But again, she kept the team in the game. She hit a couple of clutch threes, and she ended up getting a career high on our last game of his, her Bombers career, you, 16 points. You know what that last shot, the Hurahead shot, reminded me of? Which one? Of the buzzer beater. The buzzer beater with Grace Cannon. To, Does it, though? I, it's, this, it's the same pin-down action. I think it's different. from the mid-range. Well, Marab, right? that Horahan buzzer beater was a catch-and-shoot under the basket. The, the Cannon one was just to dribble out the clock and then shoot it off. From the opposite way. Yes, but it's still a mid a mid range contested shot. I think, uh, for looking back at ourselves, oh, they didn't really contest that one. They t- contested that on pretty well. Um, who was their defender? Hurahan at the end. Do you guys remember? No, I don't remember. But there was the defender got a hand in the face. Hurahan just made the shot. I mean, shot yeah. Once I saw that, like when I when I was like, Ithaca has it with you know, it's they're down or they're down one, like eight seconds left. I'm like, okay, you know, probably have a chance to win. And they won't have a shot. But then I was like, Doran got fouled right away. And then like six seconds left. More than enough time to take it up court and get a good shot. Yeah. And they ended up getting a layup that got blocked. Um, so they had one good shot and they had another one. So, um, I mean, you know, if you get a good look, you take it. I'm not blaming Doran for taking it. But, it, you know, just unfortunate. Yeah. Um, you're not, I mean, I don't think they were going to make it past the Sweet 16 anyway. They were going to face like Trine, which it's going to, you know, I think they won. Um, that's like the, one of the top teams in the nation. Yeah, but it sucks to end that way. You kind of want to at least go out with a win for bombers and stuff like that. But, but a great season overall, I think the the twenty straight wins. Um, you know, I thought you know, Cannon played great, Volpe played great over the season, and you know their team is obviously not going to be seen next year. Um, I think they're going to probably take a step back, but they do have some solid pieces. Obviously, Polche has shown moments. Smith was amazing in these first two rounds. Yeah. I thought like that was the best play of the season. Yeah. Um, you know. Coffee had you know didn't have a great game list one, but she really ended the season off shooting three ball well. Uh, Dorn still amazing, um, but a lot of question marks. Those four players, it's known they're going to be starters. A lot of question marks after that. I yeah. don't know who else is going to be the you know real key who's going to be in the rotation. When you lose a player, I think Grace Cannon is probably one of the best players in program history. When you lose a player like that, it's going to be tough. Yeah, no, it's going to be tough. Bounce back to like this le- this level where they went. 20 games in a row. That's that's incredible, though, that they... Ithaca managed to win 20 games in a row. Like, that's just... They didn't... It was special. Yeah, it was a special run, and I'm glad we all got to be a part of it because, wow, what a run by this team. And shout-outs to Coach Raymond, too. He was... So great. Such a great, such a great interview. He always... Always came, did media, yeah. Always did media, always answered our questions, and... He was just, he's just a great guy, and wish him the best because he's been. How long has he been coach for? I think twenty one, twenty two years. Yeah, he's That's been crazy. coach longer than I think any other. Like than in, than the rest of the coaches combined for the, the team. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be a, it'll be tough to bounce back to this level, but I'm sure they'll be fine because they still have some of the best players in the Liberty League, and who knows what happens next year. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, we'll see. Um, I do want to do a quick um, spring kind of sports preview. Um, you know, I think the if if you're going to be optimistic about team, it has to be women's cross. Um, Is Jackie Halleck back? No, no, but they're really good. So they have Megan Monkowski, Alexa Ritchie, and Rachel Rosenberg, three graduate students who are back. Oh, okay. 
they have they have some really good young players, Sidney Phillips and Maisie Veitch, who were first years who were on the back of the bench last year because they were just they were so talented. But now they're playing. Veitch had four goals against Cortland in the opening game. They beat the Cortland ranked twelve. Not no slouch. Yeah, no. So th- this is a really good team around. It's a really good team. Um, they're honestly they're they're gonna they're gonna be really good. Yeah, the, the women's team is good. Hopefully they could win the championship. The this issue year. is the the William Smith is, is not far behind them. Yeah, William they're both really in the country. Good. They'll both get out large bid. The one of them will get an out large Probably. bid. If they, they made the elite eight last year, right? William Smith, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then obviously the um, men's lacrosse team also doing good, pretty good start the season. Um, they less. Feel like they're going to go a little less far, but they do have a lot of great yeah, players. They still. lost to like the second best they, team they still, in, the, in the nation, John yeah. Fisher. Yeah, yeah, but they're good. They're good. Uh, baseball and softball, we'll see. College of Shady Grand Slam yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the you know the, obviously women's track and field is going to be good. Uh, men's track and field were pretty pretty good as well. Uh, we'll see what happens this spring. Uh, hopefully, I don't get too invested in a team and then they lose in a dramatic yeah. fashion. Honestly, going, like, wait, going back to the women's lacrosse, that, that girl Maisie Veitch I, mes- I mentioned, she had six goals yesterday. Jesus, ten goals, two games. As, wow. Yeah, and they they beat the how is five but beating a team by five goals good in lacrosse? I yeah, that's good. So they beat number twelve Cortland by five goals. Yeah, like, well, that's a pretty good thing. That's really solid. And they have a they don't place another ranked team until Liam Smith. They do face Santa Fisher later in the year as well, and mm-hmm. Hamilton who are both ranked. So should be interesting year. They don't for some reason they only have play each Liberty team once. It looks like, which I guess I'm surprised about because I feel like it's not like football where you only do it once. But looks like they only play at least William Smith. They only play once. In the regular season, they may play them. In the regular season, they may play them. In the regular season, they may play in the tournament. Um, but yeah, I, you know, we'll see. You know, should be fun, fun spring, fun spring season. I'll, I'm sure I'll be on the call for a couple of baseball softball games, maybe a lacrosse game. Maybe uh, me too. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but let's quickly just close it off. Um, talk about uh, <laughs> Duke lost yesterday in Coach K's final home game. Very funny. Uh, North Carolina really beat, funny. and to their bitter rivals, uh, North Carolina, they got embarrassed and. Even Coach K after was like, I'm sorry for losing, basically. And they had the ceremony after the game as well, so those entire alumni had to watch the entire game well, just to do the ceremony after losing. They'll, they'll, they'll get in. Yeah, they'll, they'll get in. Fine. No, they're ranked fourth in the country. But I think North Carolina probably goes to birth. But guys, can we get, just take a moment of, of happiness? March Madness is really close. Next weekend— hey, March Madness is happening in G3. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> next weekend, next weekend's the selection show for D1, I believe. Next Sunday. Yeah. Possible. I think they're having the conference tournaments now. Uh, you guys think... Okay, so... Cornell's in the semifinals. You guys think Michigan's going to make it into the dance? I think I don't they probably think, will. I don't think Hope so. not. Yeah. I think they may. I think they will. Um, but... Not a, not a, um, not terms, a Michigan fan. In terms of local teams, Cornell's in the semifinals. They've had their best season in a while. Um, and then Syracuse is in their tournament. Um, we'll see if they make a surprise run for some reason in the ACC. Um, Syracuse, they have to win. They're like the eight seed or whatever. They have to, yeah. They're terrible, man. They they they, had a, they blew a ten point lead in the last six minutes to Miami yesterday. They need to win the tournament to get in, and that's oh a yeah, lot. definitely. Buddy, buddy. And then obviously, <clears throat> um, you know, you got that, and then obviously Cornell hockey going to be playing next week. I forget who they're playing. I think it's not decided yet, but they're going to be at home, so that's going to be exciting. So, so Syracuse is playing Florida State in the first round. Yeah, they're not. They're going. I mean, they have to face like the one seed the next round, so they're probably not going to win anything, but. <laughs> Um, you never know. Like Bayheim seems always surprised, so you never know. Oh, what's yeah, and, and, the, and the committee loves to give them the benefit the of the 11th, doubt. That eleven seed, nine seed, whatever. When they made the final four, and they shouldn't have made it in. Yeah, I know. Um, it's it's uh, interesting. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see if they try to give Bayheim another chance. Uh, but that's going to do it for college work. We're going to go back. Uh, I guess some sad, more sad news. MLB. Um, there is the something happening on today, Radio. There happen- something's happening okay. today. There is something happening, but we'll talk about that next on the weekly pitch. Ithaca College, we prioritize diversity and inclusion. 
we are working to ensure that more voices are heard. We support and will continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and victims of police brutality and racial injustice. We've heard you. We support you. We must advocate for change. Black Lives Matter. It's been a long day, so why not take the scenic route home? Tune in for a variety of folk music every Friday, 10 to 11 p.m., right here on VIC Radio. I'll take FM Alternatives for 1,000. This indie alternative radio station provides listeners with the best of what's next. What is VIC Radio? That is correct. Hey, want to listen to some tunes? Hey, want to listen to all these tunes and more? Tune in to Marble Soda every Wednesday from 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. on VIC Radio. What's going on, guys? I'm James Murphy, and you're listening to The Weekly Pitch on VIC Radio. And we're back on The Weekly Pitch. Michael Memes alongside Jeremy Goldstein and Marav Samad, our producer, Parker Holland donor. And uh, MLB, it's not happening, obviously. It sucks because we're the weekly pitch. Oh um, I do have an idea if it's not back before. It, obviously, the first two series canceled. Um, they couldn't come to agreement. MLB had their best and final offer, although they're still negotiating. So obviously not their best and final offer. Um, but probably a PR thing. Um, you know, I have a plan if we, it's not back. Hopefully it is back, though, so we don't have to. You know, we could talk MLB because I love talking MLB. Oh, it's my favorite sport to talk about. Yeah, no, it's it's always enjoyable. Especially to talk. since the Knicks are losing on buzzer beaters now. I really, we'll I'm talk really about done. That later. We'll talk about that we'll later. Talk about that later. later. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I it's um, <laughs> they're meeting they're meeting again today, so we'll see what happens. Um, it seems like they've made progress, but it's not enough. It's mostly the money thing. I well, think. here's the issue, Mike, and I think it's so the the owners wanted to relay a message during that those final meetings in Jupiter, Florida. That oh we're making progress while the players really weren't feeling it, but now this whole fourteen team playoff thing I think that might be as much as I really don't love it it might be in the players' best interest because it'll give the owners more revenue and therefore allow the CBT to favor the players more. Yeah, I mean if that's I don't think that's the, something that's going to be a you know the, the players will say no just because of that. Um, but we'll I mean we'll see. Um, I li- I don't love fourteen teams. I think twelve teams is better. Um, yeah, I, do I, too. I do like the larger bases idea because what I've said is since this replay thing makes you like not be able to be off the base at all, like players are sliding differently and it probably causes a, po- a little more injuries, more collisions, um, and also the fact that there's no neighborhood rule on second base and third base. Um, so I think that's going to be help. Um, I don't know about the, the banning shifts. I feel like that's kind of weird. Um, don't ban the shifts. It's like the football does that. Like I they have banned so certain formations, but that's it's like so that's not something MLB has done. Like you can't do something yeah. with a field, right? Um, and then I forgot there was one other thing they wanted to do. Um, it was pitch ca- pitch clock or whatever. I think I don't know. Um, whatever they could do that it, if they want. I'm honestly like yeah, I love the off season for most sports, but like MLB off season has been going on for too long. It, just... I mean, yeah, we haven't had signings in exactly. a while. I mean, I'm. Correa, we need to figure out where Correa's going to sign. It'll be interesting to see after the lockout who gets signed. Because I think there'll be a lot of players who don't get signed because teams are like, you know, we don't have the, you know, we, we lose games money, and it's like, 
Uh, you know, but, we were so close to the regular season. And, but, of course, the big names will get signed. An interesting thing to think about is the first two weeks off might actually benefit some teams because some teams have, like, for their pitching staff at least, they have, like, injury-prone guys. So, like... For example, the Mets, they have Scherzer I, and DeGrom. I, I disagree. Who are old. But I, I disagree with this because of the fact that spring training is going to be shorter now. Mm. Um, so you're not going to get as much time to ramp up, which possibly— They probably just ramp up on their own then, though. That's the thing. A little bit, yeah. but I, I think, you know, it does. it's, it's not the same. Um, I You know, yeah, I guess, but again, it's, you know, it's going to matter. The thing that's going to matter most is during the stretch run, are you healthy? Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see if that's the case. Uh, I know— our teams have been faced with a lot of injuries, um, Yankees and Mets, um, a ton, <laughs> which have hurt our teams, obviously. Yeah. Um, so hopefully it doesn't happen this yeah. year. I'm but... just tired of talking about the lockout, man. Oh, I'm I mean, exhausted. yeah, I, I mean, we got to talk about it because <laughs> yeah, it's important, exactly. but I, I wish I was talking about something. I was talking about something else. Something yeah. MLB. I mean, I, I'm not, I just haven't followed college baseball, so I can't talk about that. Um, unfortunately, minor league season starts. Soon. Minor league season starts. Okay. We got two teams that aren't too far we away. Got, we got the we Syrac- should go, we should go Syracuse Saltcats. We got the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. We should go to a Binghamton game. Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Let's I want to go see Francisco Alvarez. We should go. Well, do, oh, are the Mets going to have their spring training thing at Syracuse again? Because I know they've had yeah, that a couple it's, years. It's in Jupiter. Um, no, it's in Jupiter. Okay, because I know they did one thing in like Syracuse or whatever. No. Um, like one point. That's one of the reasons Max Scherzer signed um for the Mets because the Mets. Spring training is where he's from. Really? Like, he lives with his family. That's yeah. interesting. Because he's in both spring training. Oh, no, some's in Arizona, right? It's Florida and Arizona. I mean, I feel like that that's a weird reason to join a team because spring training is only like a month. Well, that's not obviously the only reason. He also got $43 million. So. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else like we have to anything else that happened with baseball? Like, I feel like it's just they haven't gotten there yet. Like, it's, you know, they're, it's just money. I mean, that's the thing. It's just. The CBT, it's the you know arbitration, it's the minimum salaries, it's the luxury tax. Um, it, it it's just you know it's not <laughs> getting completed. Um, <laughs> it was funny that we had that one night where it was like we were just like waiting. Like Bob Nightingale was the king of breaking MLB news, which was right, and, and he was just doing I think what other report like Passion really didn't want to relay that message, even though because he might have been fishy on it and he might have been right to do that. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I'm hoping it's back. Um, hopefully it's back. You know, I, I'm optimistic. I think it will be close to being back at least by the time we get back. Because we're not going to – so I, I forgot to mention, because uh, of spring break, we will not have a show next week. We will not have a show the week after that. We might do some stuff on social media or podcasting, but um, we'll inform you guys of that on social media. But hopefully when we have our next show, we'll be close to an agreement or we'll add an agreement. That's what I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm sure you guys are too. Um, but that's that's gonna do it for MLB. We're gonna take a small break, and then we're gonna come back with some NFL. It's Combine Week, so we got some more sports to talk about here on the Weekly Pitch. The voice of Ithaca College, we prioritize diversity and inclusion. We are working to ensure that more voices are heard. We support and will continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and victims of police brutality and racial injustice. We've heard you. We support you. We must advocate for change. Black Lives Matter. Pop open a bottle of marble soda with me, DJ Leo AM, as I play what's best of hyperpop, Japanese math rock, video game soundtracks, and much, much more. Every Wednesday from 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. on VIC Radio. Hey everyone, this is Matt Price from the Ithaca College Class of 2020, and you're listening to the Weekly Pitch on VIC Radio, the best of what's next. 
And we're back on the weekly pitch. Michael Memes alongside Jeremy Goldstein, Marav Samad, and Parker Hollandutter. As always, you can follow us on our social medias, the weekly pitch. We're live on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Marav, you had something you want to talk about first. Yeah, so I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to Shane Warren, one of the best cricketers ever. He was our leg spinner for Australia, and he led one of the best teams of the of the last ge- generation, where this Australian team won everything for in the early to mid-2000s, and it's actually really shocking. He was only 52 years old, and he just died of a heart attack, and I, hearing about it as a kid who grew up in Bangladesh, watching these Australian cricket teams, I was shocked, because growing up, you everyone kind of impersonated Shane Warne. He was the guy that everyone wanted to be, and it really hit me. Even though I'm not involved in watching cricket as much anymore, Shane Warne influenced my childhood immensely and I just want to say condolences to his family condolences to the Australian Cricket Association and yeah it's just a very sad day in sports in general so I just wanted to give a quick shout out to that attention because I feel like it's important to mention thank you Marab uh for that um obviously we you know we're not me and Jeremy are not as big of a we don't follow cricket as much but I know obviously it's a big thing for you so uh definitely important to talk about um, we will though move on to the NFL. Um, we had the combine week. Um, I, I guess do you guys care about the combine that much? I used to. Not like, really, honestly. Yeah. Like, did you guys see? But it was kind of funny. What was it? They like got like the time so wrong. They like, got yeah. They were like, oh, he set a record, broke John Ross, and it didn't. It ended up not being the time, <laughs> um, which was weird. I, I what's the? F- I don't get the fixation on hand size. It's like so weird. Yeah, Kenny Pickett. They're, they're like, oh, he got. It's like he's made it this far with the hand. It's like, come on. Yeah, Parker. Yeah. Uh, real quick thing, just about that. Um, one of the big complaints that was Jared Goff's biggest knock coming out, and he developed a bit of a fumbling issue. Um, that's kind of the thought with it is that you might have more trouble holding onto a ball in a duress situation. It's not as much of an issue with as much as tucking. Um, but when you look at someone like, um, obviously my expertise, Lamar Jackson, where he's gotten criticism for holding a ball like a loaf of bread because he has big hands. Um, so the way you have to grip a ball when you have smaller hands, it can be a little bit more uh, of an issue under duress. It's still a bit of a niche criticism, but it can be a thing for certain teams depending on the way their O-line works. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I, it's, I know, it's like so weird because it doesn't happen like – I feel like it's it's just so like – they're getting so specific, and I'm I'm really glad they're not doing like these really pers- like these weird questions. Like the NFL kind of put a stop, like squashed on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fun thing, I guess, the only fun thing was uh, that the Eagles had them like shoot hoops or whatever on like a little tyke hoop or whatever. Um, and then Nick Sirianni also did it for like their social media, um, so that was kind of fun. Um, you know, players moving up and down boards. I don't think it really matters. We'll see what happens in the draft. Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Honestly, um, I feel like it's. I don't know. I don't know. The real question is going to be when the QBs are taking. Yeah, I, I feel like none are going to be in the top ten. But you never no. know. They always get like overpicked. I think. I think we're in for a surprise. The Panthers might go for a QB. Um, I don't know who else is in the top ten. Um, yeah. Um, wait, I want to check the top ten right now. That's fair. I mean, Actually, the Giants or Jets are in it twice. The Jets, but they're not taking a QB. Obviously. No, neither of them are. Uh, Jacksonville, Detroit, Houston, Jets, Giants, Carolina, Giants. I could see Falcons. the Fal- I could see the Falcons taking a QB. Too. I I think Matt Ryan's still there. I I think you still stick with him. I, he's probably the best QB in the NFC South right now. Yeah. Who do you guys want with the Giants pick? Uh, O line or D line. Um, but again, it, it depends. You don't want to overreach as well. So if like. 
if the best player there is not a O-line or D-line, I'm fine with going like a linebacker or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping Kayvon Thibodeau falls to the Jets. I, That'd be so much fun. Yeah, I mean, K- Thibodeau seems like he's going to. Um, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I want I, – obviously, I want whatever pick it is to work out well. Obviously – we're gonna have free. I think free. Right, free agency is before that, right? Yeah, it is. So it we're starts gonna with like next. This is free agency next week. I think it may have already started. I don't know. I know the Giants have cut a few players already, but yeah, we'll. I mean, I think that's a big thing because you don't know. Like, what if the Broncos trade for Rodgers, which apparently sounds like it's gonna come back to. He's gonna be back in Green Bay now, March sixteenth. But is what NFL free agency. But starts. like. And the drafts after that, I believe. Yeah. So you never know. Like that—that's the thing. We have free agent signings before, so you don't know what's going to happen after. I think every league's a little bit different with it in terms of when they do draft compared to free agency. So it's always interesting to see how they, how that ha- how that affects it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that should be. I'll obviously like kind of keep track of it because the Giants have a lot of picks, and you know I'm hoping they pick some good guys. I hope they need an offensive line. <laughs> that's kind of obvious. Um, and then obviously a couple of other uh, some rumors. Um, with the NFL, um, so first Amari Cooper is getting released That's by the ridiculous. Cowboys. I I don't horrendous. get it. I don't get it. It's like you signed him to this huge extension a few years ago. Um, I you know, and I get you have other guys. You have Cedric Wilson. You have Ceedee Lamb. You have Michael Gallup. But you signed the, the reason you invest in this guy. You traded a first round pick as well for him, right? Like yep. you shouldn't be releasing him. You, I, you cut Amari and you keep Zeke, a thousand yard receiver. He's a thousand yard receiver. These aren't like t- a typical receiver. Like that's why Amari Cooper is gonna go to another team and he's gonna flourish. Oh, of course. Everyone needs to take him in fantasy next year. Big, ad- big my advice for you right now, because that's what happens with these players. They move on from their old teams and then they thrive. And now Cowboys, obviously, they still have a good wide receiver core. But Amari Cooper is, I think he's still better than C.D. Lamb right now. Do you think the Jets, Marab, take a gander on him? I would take him. Oh, if, yes. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take It's not like, okay, this isn't like any. He doesn't like, have character this issues. This isn't like any like, receiver like being released, like, oh, he's like old. Like, even, he doesn't oh, have even character like, issues Odell, Even like Odell, like, oh, he was like old. He's, and like, he had he injuries like, he's and stuff like, like that. He's, you release him at his peak for salary reasons. Yeah. That's just they're going to save sixteen million, but and they're going to be over the cap. But why sign it? You would know. You should know yes. this is going to happen when you're signing to extension. You know you had to extend Zeke. You know you had to extend Dak. So if you do, if you didn't think you were going to be able to keep him after a few years, you shouldn't have signed him worst to that case, extension. Worst case scenario, you you offload Zeke and just get totally to they pa- Tony I mean, Pollard, who was better than him last season. Uh, agreed. <laughs> Zeke has declined since his rookie year. Like yeah, he's not because he's been he's getting older and running backs age. Todd Gurley is twenty seven. He's out the league. Like yeah, Melvin Gordon's still doing all right for the Broncos. But yeah, no, I mean, I, Adrian Peterson's like the only exception to that where he just, I mean, he's still he's not as good as he used to be, but he's still playing. Like and he's super old. Frank Gore also obviously Frank Gore still like played. I think he's retired now, but yeah, he played for a while. He's, yeah, I mean he's boxing now. But um, <laughs> he, he got knocked out by Darren Williams. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other thing is Cole Beasley wants to get traded. I'm not surprised by that. Why he should trade it? Not be traded out of the NFL. <laughs> I, I, I know you're, but I mean, there's no there's no vaccine stuff. There's no COVID nineteen. I know. Calls it's NFL, actually so crazy how like the him NFL, saying he'd rather die. It's actually it. crazy how the NFL just said, okay, COVID doesn't. I'm not surprised. Anymore. I am not surprised. They're just like um, because they don't want to be missing players. They don't want to be missing games. They want to protect. You know, it 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 hurts when you have no. You don't have players. But yeah, I'm not surprised because obviously you got either. you got Gabe Davis, you got Stefan Diggs. You don't know really what's after that, but you kind of got your solid two. 
then you probably can bring back McKenzie. You can bring back Emmanuel Sanders. Um, Beasley did not have his worst season in a, like since his rookie year last year. He had one touchdown all year. So uh, not surprised they released him. I, is there any? I'm thinking of any other NFL rumors at all um, besides you know Rodgers possibly Rogers. returning. Um, the franchise tag is coming up soon. Um, we'll see what who gets used on that. Bengals are going to be franchising uh, Jesse Bates apparently. Good move. By, I mean, That's a good move by them. He's great for them. He, he should. They should player. hopefully sign to extension. Um, Chandler Jones will not be franchise tagged. It looks like Chandler Jones. He wanted to. Didn't he, he want to like leave? leave didn't he didn't want to leave the Cardinals last yeah, season. He, after he did, that, and then they didn't get rid of him. So I'm not surprised they're not using the franchise tag because he doesn't mm. even want to be there. Mike on the Giants front, I think that we are not going to really have to look look for a tag. We're going to more so have to look for who's going to get cut. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Well, they're going to. They're trying to get Shepard to pay. To take Martinez less. will take less. Yeah, Martinez will take less. They're trying to get Shepard to take less. It makes sense because Martinez is going to miss some of the season. They're trying to get. They're going to try to get Brad Barry to take less. I think, but they may. They're probably going to end up cutting Brad Barry because they got a lot of young guys. Got his jersey. Oh, why would you get his jersey? Why would you get any oh, player's yeah. jersey? He was so good. Why do you guys think of Saquon possibly getting crazy? I think this is the move, right? His trade value is not high right now. It's not. Let him work under this new organization with Shane and Dable and Kafka, and if it doesn't work, trade him at the deadline for whatever you can get. No, I, I I agree with Jeremy because the fact that first of all, you cut Devonte Booker, who I thought played better than yeah, Saquon wait, last season. So what, that was a strange for money move. saving money yeah. saving move. Um, they also signed Antonio Williams, who's a former Bills back, so I guess they had confidence in him um, being a backup running back. They also have Brightwell still. They have Brightwell still, who was drafted last year. But, yeah, I don't think you I – can't, I can't say confidence. Oh, yeah, Tony Williams and Brightwell's ready you to be the lead You back. start with Saquon. Start with Saquon, I think, and you trade him. I mean, unless you get – if you get a really good offer, if you get like a first-round pick offer, you do it. But I don't think he's – he's right now I feel like his value is like a fourth-round pick. Yes, literally. So, And, and this is the thing, right? When coaching staffs have – when new coaching staff is hired – I've been a little overly optimistic for the Giants the last few seasons, and I'm making sure this season I'm waiting to be happy until I see the talent show on the field. However, <laughs> that's a, that's a lie. No, but I'm but I, and I'm saying that what the Giants did. I I think that I'm happy they finally cleaned house and they have an offensive minded coach and OC, and that they have they hired a defensive coordinator that Parker can vouch for that is really good at the pass rush, which is what the Giants <laughs> need to work on. Yeah, but but. Every so let's see. I'm not going to really have an opinion yet on anyone on this team. I, I guarantee, if the Giants win their first two games of the season, which you haven't, they think you're, you're going to go to the Super Bowl. And the last time they and did, then, they made the playoffs. So. We haven't won. The Giants have won their first two and games, and then they're going to lose all forever. the other games. They did yeah. in 2016. They did when they when they when they, when they, the when they lost the Packers first round. They After they beat photo, they beat the, the Cowboys and Saints in the first two weeks right. of the season. They sh- you know also uh, Price had a question about what our thoughts on the home teams for the international games. We got the Packers, Saints, Jaguars, Cardinals, and Bucks. Who do you think they will each play, and who would you want to see play? Uh, I am not sure who they're going to play. What I do, will say this is what they should do for these international games is because they have teams with nine home games and eight away games, whoever has that, they should have be like, obviously not all of them, but whoever's that should be the home team on those international True. games. So it's a bit more even. You have like almost like it's almost be a neutral site game. Um, just because it is a little weird having nine home games and eight away games, it's not exactly fair. So at least if you make it international for some teams, uh, that one of those home games, I think it makes it more fair. And then obviously the away team will be a team that has eight away games or something like that, or has nine away games, and then, then it'll be like eight, eight, and one. Um, I think that'd be a good idea. I don't know who they're going to play. We'll see. Uh, Jaguars always love playing international games. Apparently, they're, I don't know why the NFL is trying to sell them to London. Um, not a very good team to sell there. <laughs> why would you? Yeah, why would you? I, I don't really understand why they want to be in London. Like, I get like the international market, but like also it's like no one wants to. I feel like if they actually did move London, like the other NFL teams would boycott it because it's a long flight 
I think that wouldn't happen. I agree. Yeah, there's no way it would happen. So I agree. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, you know, I think Mexico City's a possibility. I think that's a possibility. Yeah, I could uh, see that happening. Or some place in Mexico. Or, Mexico City is pretty can, actually like central Mexico, Canada, but like some place in Mexico. I don't know Canada because you already CFL, but you could do it. I mean, obviously, you know, you've had teams in Toronto before, like in first professional sports, so it's possible. But I do doubt it because there is a CFL there, so it would be like a little bit of an issue. Um, especially also with broadcasting rights, because like a lot of teams, like Canadian broadcast sports networks have broadcasting rights to the Canadian Football League. And then if you have a team in Canada, then it's like a whole issue. I, I know we've talked about football, but I want to just close out baseball because I feel like we kind of rushed to football a little bit. Yeah, it's bit. all good. Um, so I, I, the official word is, and I, I don't think they're meeting, they haven't met yet, they definitely haven't. The, the Players Associ- Association is expected to make a written proposal, right? The owners said they've offered the best they can do. That's not true, but right, yeah. right. no, but that, that was their that was their wording. What do we do? We think that we're going to see a significant difference in this player association proposal than we have in, in the past, or or do we think they're really going to not going to budge from? They're not going to budge too much. I mean, you can't. Like, that's. I mean, yeah, I, I they're they know that this is is such a huge CBA for them because there's so much stuff they feel is wrong with baseball um, in terms of how they are treated by yeah. owners in terms of pay, especially with payment, obviously. So they're they're going to stand firm, and um, you know we'll see we'll see what happens. I think that what Emily wants least of all is to have to cancel the All Star game because that's a marquee event for them. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think you know that's already. obviously a long ways away. It's in the second half of the year, actually. Uh, they only canceled two. a week of regular season yeah, so no, far. Two, two series, but they'll have to go soon if they don't want to yeah. cancel more. Again, like you're going to have probably more series canceled soon. Um, and I. I I'm, I'm hoping we the hoping they have baseball. Like I love baseball. Yeah, Mike. If if they come up with a deal this month, do they restructure the schedule or do they just keep it as is? They're just keeping it as is. Because that's weird because you're missing so many – because teams are going to miss division games. I understand, but it's – I mean, I doubt they're going to restructure it because, again, you have already these tickets. These fans – you're already selling tickets to fans. Yeah, that's why I have so you have tickets. To change, like, again, with the 60-game schedule, is a little different because there's no fans there, at least at the beginning. I think at the end there was some limited stuff. But they weren't sold until later. So this one, you already sold tickets. So imagine if you had like a Yankees Red Sox game, it's not like a chance to like Yankees Mariners or something like that. Like, no offense to Max Tanzer, but I'd be less excited for that than a Yankees Red Sox game. Right. No. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. So I don't think they're going to do that, but it, it's going to leave some obviously some competitive advantage for some teams with an easier schedule than others. I mean, the Yankees already missed an Astros series. That's kind of big. I mean, Astros they beat beat last year, but that's, that's a big. That's what I'm saying. I wanted that opening weekends with or the opening couple series with the Rangers and the Astros to start the year. I was excited for that. And, man. I mean, yeah, we won't have that happen, unfortunately. Uh, I guess we'll hope have to lose to them in the playoffs. Again. The Rangers are a bad team. Oh, well, actually, they're not anymore. They have some good players. They got but... they signed a lot of they spent a lot of money this offseason. Yeah. All right. But um, <laughs> break breaking the basketball. We get to lady and yeah, well, here. Let's, let's get to the basketball. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we get a basketball. This is the weekly pitch here on BIC Radio. Do you really love love and everything about it? Tune in to VIC Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. for two hours of nothing but love to your oxytocin fix. Want to be the first to hear the best of what's next? Tune in every Tuesday at 7 for the new music show right here on VIC Radio, the voice of Ithaca College. Is your playlist getting old? Want to catch up with your favorite new artists? Or do you just need a music redo? Tune in to the new music show, Tuesdays at 7, to learn more about what makes up the best of what's next. Hear DJ T delve into the station's newest ads with interviews from the artists featured on the station. Only on VIC Radio, the voice of Ithaca College. 
Messy Radio. Hello. Hey, what's up? How are you? Good, good, you know. It's so typical of me to talk about No, like, no, tell me what you want to hear. That's why, you know, that's what radio DJs do. Take requests and, you know, are you, you're still talking, okay. Sounds good. We take requests. Call in at 607-274-1059 or tweet us at VIC Radio. Hey, this is Brian Holgren, and you're listening to The Weekly Pitch on VIC. And we're back on The Weekly Pitch here on VIC Radio. Michael Memes alongside Jeremy Goldstein, Marav Samad, and Parker Hollandunner. And obviously we know baseball. We kind of get to the meat and bones of our, uh, of our the Weekly Pitch and NBA. Uh, first, let's run that. Let's run that, this take-a-thon. Take I don't know if Jeremy is. Parker, you want to run? Parker, you can run on as well. Oh! The Knicks have the second pick! Yay! Now we need to clip that for later if they actually do get it. <laughs> we'll just be like playing the show. Unrealistic, Marab. I don't want to hear it. Um, the Knicks have the second mine pick with has... San, San Antonio winning the lottery. Interesting. San Antonio fans would be happy. Yeah. Uh, they haven't won the lottery since Duncan. Um Anyway, I got Orlando first, Indiana second, Houston third. I'm not fourth. running a tank event simulation. You can. <laughs> Parker, what'd you get? All right, I'll tag it. I, I got uh, OKC with the number one overall, Indiana Pacers, Atlanta. Okay. Oh, Atlanta. Bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's the Hawks missing the playoffs. It doesn't even you know have the Knicks you know picking in the first I'm going to want to be the lone guy. I'll do it. There you go. Peer pressure. Jeremy. It gave in. Wait, that, something must have gone wrong with my tankathon because I, I don't have uh, the Knicks picking anywhere in the first round. Wait, what? what? Oh, no, never mind. They're nine. I just never noticed okay. their logo. They just went down. Let's go, Jeremy. Knicks have the eighth pick again. <laughs> Who's first in Sacramento? Second. You know who last time they took with the eighth pick? Obi Toppin. Well, you know what? Yay! We can't make fun of the Knicks, but I think we haven't actually formally done this on the weekly pitch yet. Marab, what did you tell me about R.J. Barrett last year, and what are you going to tell me about him this year? <laughs> no, I've talked to him. No, 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 no. Formal apology <laughs> onto Mike 3. Let's go. <laughs> what if he doesn't okay. on Mike 2? <laughs> RJ Barrett, you might be a little better than I thought. You might be... All right, I called you not the guy, but you might be he the guy. He is literally okay, the no, guy. No, 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 no. Calm down. He is not the guy because the Knicks suck right now. <laughs> If if he's the guy, I mean, Shea Gildas Alexander's the guy, and the Thunder suck. But the Thunder have a plan. The Knicks don't. That's the problem. He speaks the truth. And then RJ Barrett, he will be an All Star. I didn't think he would be an All. I thought he, I thought he'd be like a Tobias Harris type also, first career. Th- this, I feel like there's a high chance Russell Westbrook's the Knicks next year. I, I no have shot. I, I look. They it. want. They they already want him gone. He's not going to be on the team after next so, year. They're already going to try so, to bench him. And Trade away Fournier's contract? Look, the, I, I like Fournier. I, Fournier's not... The issue with... Okay, here's the issue with Fournier. He could be good on offense. Issue when he's not good on offense, he's a total liability on the Yeah, court. right. And the issue is Tibbs will put him in. Reddish should have closed that game. I think, yeah. honestly, moving for Russell Westbrook is about to be a bad idea because he is also on an expiring deal, which is $44 million, which creates a lot of cap space for the Dicks. No, that would be true. Yes. And you'd have time to, time to sign with someone. The issue is, again, you put... Russell Westbrook and Julius Randall on the court together. It's not a good combo at That's all. That's why you probably don't keep one of them. I, I, you're not trading Randall for Westbrook. Yeah, um, no, 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 no. You don't trade. Oh well, Westbrook you can Westbrook. get rid of after the season. Yeah. But I think it makes. I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be a problem because you can. You don't have a point guard. You still like. Jaden Ivey quickly. On the way. Maybe can play point guard. I would love that. I, I want Deuce to play more. 
I think Deuce is good. Speaking but- of the Knicks, Tibbs ha- Tibbs has started Tibbs has started playing the young guys, right? He played Sims. He's Sims Jericho Sims, Sims, not no more Taj. It's Jer- not no more Taj. It's Jer- not no more Taj. It's Sims now. <laughs> no more Taj. Sims has Sims is, is no, my issue with I Sims. My issue with Sims, right? And he's a solid player. He's literally Mitch. Literally yeah. Mitch. Yeah, we have the, the Knicks do not have a single setter who could put the ball on the floor, shoot a jump shot. Hey, Taj, Taj has made three no, this season. No, stop. It. That's probably why you're not going to resign Mitch this offseason. I think they need to. I want to sign and resign Mitch. You want to, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I think it makes sense. To, again, it's not going to be that expensive, and it's like probably, they haven't. He probably gets like seven, eight million dollars. Yeah, I don't think I he's going to. Uh, I think more, I'll get double digits, but I don't think he's going to get a ton. I don't know if it's double digits because I don't think he's that. He's, he's the, one of the best shot blockers in the league. No, he's... But he's just, like, not, like... Uh, he's His offensive game is so one No, he's, he's just lobs and he's offensive yeah. rebounds and putbacks. Exactly. But, again, I think you, you can't... I I want to keep him. I, I want to keep Mitch, obviously, for the right price. If he's asking for over $20 million, he can go. But if it's something in the teens, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with extending him. Like, again, you have money. I would not give him over eight million. I'd give him. I'd give him like somewhere in the Mitch, Mitch deserves money. Mitch I don't know. It. He's and again, uh, you know, just so you much money resign. for a guy that doesn't know how to do. The Knicks have not the resigned their the young. T- like the Knicks have not resigned their young talent. Um, they had. I think Landry Fields they resigned for a year or something like that. But besides Landry that, Fields, Ma- okay. someone else. When was the last Some, time the Knicks had young talent that was worth resigning? Porzingis. Yeah, and, and how'd that work out? Hernan Gomez, possibly. Injury worked out. Injury and he got traded. Oh, Willie Hernan Gomez. Shout out to him, man. He's a great guy. Is he on the Timberwolves right no, now? No, he's on the Pelicans. He's, he's on the Pelicans, but they love him over there. He does. He's he's a decent he's a, player. He's, he's not great, good on defense. He's a great locker room guy over there as well. No, but yeah, R.J. Barrett is going to be the guy they re-sign out of the draft. Obviously, but how much money do you give R.J. Barrett? His extension is... Could you sign him? You give him I give him a Randall, oh, Randall level deal. You give him, you give him the money. Oh, that's actually fair. I like that, actually. He's, remember, that's he, about right. Like... R.J. Barrett's still like what? Is it R.J. Barrett like still like twenty one? He's restricted. He's restricted, right? Yeah. So no, 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 he's not restricted. He's he's eligible for extension this year. No, but he'd be restricted if no, he became a free agent. Right, yeah. if he, and, and so, and I don't Nixon's, think I don't think unless Barrett like literally becomes the star of all ages next year, no one's going to give him a max contract. Yeah, exactly. So if you're the Knicks, you give him that deal, and then you know, if, if anybody matches it, the Knicks get the rights to him. I so. realize R.J. Barrett is uh, younger than me. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> he's because I was born. Jack Hughes March, is like my age. I'm March, I was born March 27th. He's Anthony born June 14th. So he's he's younger than me. So that that makes me feel old. that makes me feel old and unsuccessful in sports. I'm older than Josh Giddey <sighs> by a whole year. Well, we're all, everybody in park is here, maybe except for like Liam Spellman for a reason. What? We all we all do this because you know we're, sports wasn't our playing sports was not our calling. That's true. Oh, yeah. A lot of us do club sports I mean, though. Like D3 I mean, Liam Spellman, phenomenal basketball player. That's yeah. About it. <laughs> yeah. No, we have Spellman. Um, Sasha's good at football, <laughs> okay, but not not, sure. not not on a team. He's not on the team. Um, a lot of us did high school sports. I feel. I think that's I a lot. Not. I think it's. I did. I had high school. I had a hip replacement. I did tennis and football. There in high you school. go, Rob. Love hip replacements. Um, but uh, continuing, <laughs> continuing on to more basketball. Uh, LeBron had an amazing game last night. Oh my god! Uh, he's like. I mean, people I were saying going... he's lethargic out there. He's you know he's he's kind of giving out this team. I was Come with on. Noah Schwartz last night. He was going ballistic. Man. Oh, no, he's a huge LeBron the fan. The king is back. Oh, my God. The king. But, like, he's a huge LeBron fan. All right. I, I oh, I was there too. Yeah, I was, Lakers I was there. season starts now. Apparently, oh come on! But no, come but on. this Warriors team is terrible right now. They're not they're, good. Again, their Draymond is is such a huge piece. Like, I think he was the most valuable player on those dynasty teams. Yeah. So the the war the the Warriors have been two and eight 
in the last 10 games. As good as the 0-10 Rockets and the 1-9 New York Knicks. Yeah, of course the Knicks are there. But, no, the Warriors need Draymond back. Um, And now yeah. the Grizzlies aren't now second. The, the two seed, which means if the Timberwolves win the play-in tournament, they do play the Grizzlies. And I like that matchup. Oh. I like that matchup. But I would also like to make the six seed, so I have to think about like playing. And then home. you get to play the Warriors. But okay, that's the thing. I'm so confused. Like, do I, I want the six seed? You want to be the six seed? I want the six seed, so we're guaranteed the playoffs. We don't have to worry. No, about you, that. No, you should want the six seed because you're kind of yeah. going to be more rested. Exactly. Um, and like, I, honestly, like, I'm okay. I'm not really like expecting to go deep in the playoffs. I just want to like have a good time. And like, I think we, I think the Timberwolves match up really well against the Warriors because they don't have a big that could guard Cat, and they don't like doubling Cat for some reason, which is kind of weird. Like, you Steve Kerr, and you, like, don't double one of the best the best offensive center in the game. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, no, I, it, again, um, Warriors struggling, um, Suns seems to be running away from it. Meanwhile, the Nets continue to struggle. They, good. Durant is back for them, which yeah, is no, good. Yeah, no, they'll be fine, I mean, they'll be fine. They'll be fine that now fine. Durant is They're back. They're gonna make the playoffs. But, yeah. um, they, again, I don't know when someone's going back for them. Yeah, that's and I don't know when the thing for Kyrie's going to be lifted. They still they made some changes. It's, with the it's stuff. weird because he can attend the game, look, but he can't play. Right, in the no, game. That's, that's the thing, right? Like I'm very pro vax as you get, and I want to get too liberal here. But and the rules make no sense. The too, too political here. Right? The rules make no sense. If Kyrie is going to be at the game, let him play. Yeah, exactly. Let, let him play. I agree. No, it's 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 weird. Um, and then Simmons facing setbacks. So. We have no clue what's happening with them. Obviously, they still have Durant, and it just helped they got Seth Curry because Joe Harris now after the season, and Seth Curry can replace that. Yeah, role. Joe Harris, that was a, that was a pretty devastating loss. His ankle injury was not mm-hmm. did not recover well, and he was a good shooter. And Seth Curry is honestly, I argue, is better than Joe Harris because he can actually put the ball on the floor, create his own shot. Seth Curry and pa- they have Seth Curry and Patty Mills. Yeah, that helps. Well, Patty Mills has been he he, he he's not been what, good yeah, recently, be, yeah. but he's been pretty good all. He's been pretty good all season though. That's the thing. Yeah. So good players. I'm a Nets hater, but I think <laughs> I think. You'd be a little foolish to think yeah. they're not going to do you know, damage. Are you going to be that meme that um, that uh, Joel Embiid posted yeah. when you they know, lose in the playoffs? You know what team I want to talk about? What? The Boston Celtics. Okay, they've been much what better. What a team, man! Right, that's a fun. Team. I just don't know if they can compete with a top level. Why? Because you wonder who I wonder who my final prediction is right now. What? I have the Warriors because when, when they get Draymond back, I think they 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 get there, and the Miami Heat. Ooh, I don't think is though the Miami Heat. Have been, they are the best coached team in the NBA. True. And they, they have one of the best defenses in the NBA, too. But Bam and Abayo does not get talked about nearly enough. True. But the, prob- the problem I feel like with the Heat is their best scorer is on the bench. Jimmy, Bo- the Jimmy Butler has been having a very bad offensive season. Fair. And, that, and you keep putting the ball in his hands, and he keeps coming up but Hear short. me out here. What if, um, this is a what if, I'm not saying it's going to happen, what if you get a very effective Victor Oladipo after injury He's by the time the playoffs soon. start? Yeah, no, that's the thing. That's a wild card. We have to see how Oladipo comes back. People forget about that. But where does he fit into the lineup? Does he come off the bench? Does he start? I don't think he starts. Honestly, well, no, the, there's no way he starts. Miami Heat starting lineup right now is Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy. TJ Tucker, Tucker and Bam. And, Bam. and what if this team shoots threes lights out in the playoffs? What if they make their threes? Because that, that's what they that's what they That's what you gotta do. They gotta make their threes. And I I love my, Miami probably have the best well built roster in the league. It's bolsterous. Phenomenal. He was a video think about it, he was a video guy when he first started in Miami. He's very good with film. <laughs> and then he came and now he's one of the best coaches in NBA history. Yes. Oh, without a doubt. So 
There's, there's, they're Miami are a really fun team, but the Celtics, that trade for Derek, I love the Derek trade. White. Derek White. That was a good trade. That, that was, was an trade. amazing trade. I, I told, as soon as it happened, I was like, that's an amazing trade. Because Marcus Smart and Derek White in the backcourt is ridiculous. They also got Daniel Tice, which solidifies Daniel their Daniel Tice center is a really good pl- backup center. Yeah. Al Horford looks like he's ro- he's rolling into form again, somewhat. Not Obviously, he's never going to be peak Al Horford again. Yeah. But, but he still, does a, he does he good, still he does does good. a lot of good stuff on now, the field. Now, again, he may not be able to run with some yeah. of the players, so he might have to. He might be a liability in the playoffs because he's again he's older. He's not fast at all, and he wasn't fast even in his prime, so that could be an issue. But you do have depth. Like the the, the Celtics have a ton of depth, um, just like the Heat. I don't think the Celtics have as much, but Celtics have a good amount of depth on their team. And also, Jason Tatum's playing like an MVP. So yeah, no, he's not well, going to win MVP though. Well, the Celtics, I know oh, obviously, be- but like thing is. Okay, I got to talk about Jason Tatum for a second. If this dude plays basketball like he does in, like, January to February, like he does in, like, October, he would be in the MVP conversation. He has been phenomenal this year. He needs to be an all-NBA player. And Jason Tatum is... He's... I think honestly, he's about one of the most disrespected superstars. In the game. I don't know if we'll get him on NBA though, because I, well, so we got Jokic is going to be on it, and be probably on it if if you don't. Well, I don't. There's know. three teams. Three, three all NBA. Oh, you're teams. saying? I thought you were talking about first. No, 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 no. He'll no, be no, an all no, NBA team. Yeah. Too. Yes. He'll definitely like because he got snubbed for an all NBA team and he lost thirty million dollars. Like, which also I find I think that's something that needs to change because it's like yeah. you shouldn't have them and you shouldn't have the media deciding whether you get certain money, but. But at the end of the day, can we rejoice that the Eastern Conference is very good now? True. But okay. the thing is... I, I wish the Knicks were part of it, but it's just re- there's a lot of the good Eastern talent The Eastern Conference is really good. I think the West is also really good. Yeah, there's, there's the, a lot. I think they're both... They're both the West was bad at first, but now they're all caught up and I, again. And I didn't get to mention this last week because I took the show off to prepare for the Liberty League Championship at the time. But we, I don't think we talk enough about how the Clippers holding their own is dangerous for the NBA. Because if they get Kawhi and Paul George back for the playoffs and they're rearing to go, and they have a, and they win their first round matchup, their their road to the the finals gets easier. It seems like they're not going to get Kawhi back, but they might get, they'll probably get Paul George. Yeah, because Kawhi got back. That, again, back. this is also what we said. I got them when they went to six games with the Warriors when they didn't have before when they were like training all their guys and they still made the playoffs, and they still haven't made. I mean, they made the conference finals once, and that's what they've done since then. Even without Kawhi, which is surprising, but um, yeah, they they always have a ton of depth. The issue is, can their stars step up in the biggest moments? Yeah, and that's been their issue. But again, it's pretty impressive what they're doing. I mean, Tyloo, ha- I know Tyloo's not going to win it because they're the eight seed and they may not even make the playoffs after the yeah, playing. No, but he should be in the coach of the year conversation. Definitely, hundred percent. Marab, I also want to shout out your Timberwolves because yeah. we we really think about this. I think a couple of years ago when they traded for D'Angelo Russell, I told you personally that I think that was a great move to prepare for the next season because you were giving Carl Anthony Towns a guard to work with, a really a good point guard. I know you have Anthony Edwards on that team who is a really good player, worthy of that first overall pick. You have a big three that I think emerging in Minnesota, and I think it's really respectable basketball. Chris Finch is doing a great job over there, and... I know. Look, I I, I, I could be salty because Knicks are bad, and, and you know you could rep, and you like to give me a lot of uh, a, a lot of fun. I feel bad about that now that you're complimenting. But <laughs> I, the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves are Timberwolves are a very likable team, and if they make the playoffs, I will root them to, to, to do that. Honestly, this has been a great season. I, I'm finally they're finally meeting my expectations, and they they just beat the Vegas odds for they. Vegas predicted them to have 30 and a half, 30 oh, they already got the and over, a half yeah. wins this season. They beat that in March. So that's huge. I just love this Timberwolves roster. They play for each other. Right now, Anthony Edwards is out with an injury, and I think he should 
take as long as possible because they're rolling right now. Cat just got 36 last game without taking Best three-point shooting big in the league. Exactly. Is it, I should this is the first team you've rooted for that's made the playoffs since you've rooted for them. We don't know if they're making the playoffs yet. No, but again, if they do. Because but I know yes. the Jets fan and Mets fan became more recently. Yes. Where you weren't a fan with them when they were... Bumped, Murat, they made now we just got to right? get you to the New Jersey Devils fan wagon. So you, you this Islanders, is for, so it's good. It's a, it should be a fun time for you if they, if they end up clinching no. because you weren't on the, you neither were, of the were, Islanders. You weren't a fan with them when they had Butler. No, I was, but like not like really. I like not. I'm a hardcore fan now. That's the thing. Right. I know all the players. I know, so all, it, I know all their family. Are games. you gonna go? Are you gonna go for one of their playoff games? Honestly, I really want to. It's gonna be hard because again, they're really when they play the Knicks so in the bad. finals, you could take a trip. I, 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 this is why I hope if there's an expansion team, I hope that there is a the the Timberwolves are moved to the Eastern Conference, so there's more Eastern Conference games that I can go watch. Like I would totally do that. That's the thing. Yeah, no, they they are more East, right? It's kind of strange. Yeah, it's it's they they need to kind of it's a little weird how they do it. Um, but yeah, no. But uh, I don't think they play at Man Up as far as you think. Because, because he's from Baltimore. Why should yeah. the Baltimore Ra- But first, before, Baltimore before we close the show, we have a couple oh, minutes left. Like... Take the extra time to talk to some New Jersey Devils here. I'm, oh. just, I'm, I'm, I'm forcing oh. into this show. Boo. Look, 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 look. Are we going to make it a bottom feeder No, but it, here, here's the thing. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Guys, guys, guys. The Devils, despite not being in the best place in the standings, had the best offensive rating for a team in the month of February. They have a different Hang the banner, baby. <laughs> and what, what, what has emerged as the problem with this team is their goaltending. <laughs> Both of their goaltenders are out with injury, so it's really hard for them to really get any percolation over there. Nico Dawes, a 21-year-old stud, or 20-year-old stud, is getting a lot of reps now. And while John Gillies is a terrible... Nico Heischer, Jack Hughes—they're really doing damage. And Jesper Brad, obviously, I'm—I'm I'm more optimistic than I was last year. I, I like your use of percolation. I know you listen to—I mean, the name. I used it on the broadcast yesterday. Five <laughs> off on you. Um, but that will do it for the weekly pitch. Michael Memes, alongside Jeremy Goldstein and Rob Samad, and our producer Parker Hollandoner. Uh, we'll see you after break. We might have something before that. We'll let you know, but it will be. Uh, three weeks, I guess, until we'll be here, uh, like at least in the studio. So a lot uh, could happen keep with us. Yes, a lot of it can happen. Hopefully, it will be lockouts over. Hopefully, uh, Knicks are in the playoffs. Probably won't happen. No. Timberwolves keep winning, whatever. Um, yeah. But that's going to do it for us. Follow us on our social medias, obviously. We'll keep up with us. Uh, we'll see you next time. I'm out. Tankathon. Peace.